What's up, everybody? It is Eddie Foreign, and I want to welcome you all to the season two finale. That is right. You heard it here right. The season two finale of the Running With Form podcast. And I am ecstatic, but at the same time, let, I'm going to be honest. I'm calling it spade for spade. I'm a bit nervous about my guest, guest that I have for this week. So before I introduce these two lovely queens that I have running with me this week, I want to take the time to thank everybody who tremendously, tremendously shown some great support throughout the past two seasons of this podcast, all 30 episodes. Well, we're in th- number 30 right now, but the 29 of us that came before this one, I appreciate it. And man, continue to support, continue to tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast. Um, y'all check it out. Subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you heard it, you're about to hear it here first. For season three, little sneak preview, because usually I don't do this, but iHeartRadio will be the new streaming podcast for the Running With Form podcast will be, yes, it will be on iHeartRadio. So you'll find me on that, and YouTube as well. So, and I'm also on Clubhouse, by the way, as well. Um... Social medias, Facebook, Running With Form Podcast page, on Instagram, at Running With Form Podcast, the same way as it sounds, all one word. And if you want to follow me individually, my personal page is it's underscore Eddie Foreign. Check out all the snippets of previous episodes, upcoming episodes, videos, and all that other stuff. And check out my quotes and stuff that I put on, you know, my motive, my Thoughtful Tuesday quotes, they, they are all mean, meaning a lot. So, yeah, I'm gonna leave that there. So, since it's being Monday, the first day of February, Black History Month, great time to, to do this episode. Now, I'm gonna give the floor to these queens. So, my guest, guest number one, is from Indianapolis, Indiana, born and raised, currently lives in the 704 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, she is a teacher, she's an educator, she is a vocalist. And if y'all ever get to hear her sing, listen, it, it's a whole different feel. It's a whole different experience. And she is a lovely, lovely music, musical talent, lyrically, inside and out. So I'm gonna leave that there. Guest number two is from, is from Athens, Georgia, currently living in Durham, North Carolina. She is a two-time HBCU grad. Just complete, just just completed her master's at North Carolina Central University. And she has her own publication called Jada Unpublished. So it just kind of gave her name a little bit away over there. But without further ado, I'ma shut my mouth and I'ma introduce both Brooklyn Miller and Jada Haynes. Ladies, how y'all doing? Hey, Eddie. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Doing well. Right. You really hyped me up right now. You made me feel important. Okay. (laughs) As y'all, as y'all, as you should, as you should. And, and, and disclaimer, disclaimer, I would, I would really be doing a disservice if we, all three of us don't have one, we do have one thing in common. We are all JCSU alums. Class of 2017, the realest class, the last of the dying breed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 
Got you know, right. shout out to the class of 2017. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> a fact, that's a fact. Okay, so um, it's been almost a whole year since we've been inside. Some of us working from home. You know, some of us barely be going outside, outside unless we need to, you know what I'm saying? But this COVID-19 pandemic has, you know, took away a lot of lives, changed our, you know, our normal routines in life and days and stuff like that. But either one of y'all could go ahead and go first. How has quarantine treated you guys and your families? Jada? Um, I knew she was going to do that. Um, quarantine, honestly, I'm thankful that, you know, all of my family is still here with me. We did have a couple COVID cases from some of my cousins, but I'm glad everyone is healthy again and okay. And I'm just thankful, you know, to be blessed enough to be able to keep both of my jobs. I was furloughed for a little bit and all of that um, is over. So honestly, I'm just, more, I can, all I can say is that I'm thankful. Like quarantine, you know, obviously we don't want to do it and don't want to be in it. But since that's our circumstances right now, I'm just thankful to have who I do have around me for um, while we go through this time together. That's great. That's great. Brooklyn, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with her. Um, just, you know, being thankful for, you know, still having my health and my family having their health, even though, like Jada said, that um, I've had family members and loved ones who were, um, who did have COVID um, and who, you know, kind of battled with it for a little bit. Um, but to, you know, still see them alive and well and um, recovered from it is a blessing to see. Um, my family, we've all been, you know, doing well like me and my sisters we always talk about like how there's like two types of quarantine like the first one where nobody knew what was going on and there wasn't really much like responsibility or anything you kind of could just like you know float around and not really have much of an expectation and then like there's the second one where it's just like everybody like you know is expecting you to have all of these deliverables finished by this time and it's kind of like a micromanagey type of environment and feel now so i miss first quarantine i will say that me too (laughs) but i mean like i said i think that um not think i know that just you know being blessed and having health and still you know having joy in this time because i know you know it's it's such a um a dark time that we're in um with uncertainty but still you know being able to find joy and and you know, to even experience a little bit of increase in this time um, has been amazing too. And and that's what's up. And I'm you know blessed that your families are doing well. And you know, for those who had COVID and got you know blessed to you know get rid of it and be you know clear from COVID, it's just a blessing because not a lot of them, not a lot, you know what I'm saying made it out to to live to fight COVID and whatnot yeah. and yeah I lost my grandmother to COVID this year God rest her soul and just recently my niece is fighting this COVID right now so mm-hmm. my prayers go out to my niece my family and yeah. y'all just you know keep my family in y'all prayers oh. you know but I'm talking to her daily you know I'm praying that she will fight through this and we'll see you know, to be clear, 100%. So, you know, and shout out, shout out to that. All right. So getting into my next question for, you know, the viewers that are listening, who is Brooklyn Miller and Jada Haynes? Brooklyn, 
you mind starting us off by answering that question? Sure, I will go first. Um, this is such a loaded question. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, but who is Brooklyn? Brooklyn, I mean, I'm just, you know, very chill. I'm actually still trying to figure out who Brooklyn is. And I mean, I, I have so many different like passions that I love. I love music and arts and just, you know, creative expression. Um, I love um, being of service and serving my community and um, being a help anywhere, any way that I can. Um, education is something that I'm really um, passionate about as well and making sure that um, education is equitable for everyone, um, regardless of gender, race, religion, whatever. Um, I'm goofy. I'm, you know, regular, degular. You know, I'm very down to earth. Um, yeah, I mean, that's me in a, in a nutshell. Awkward, weird, whatever you want to say. I mean, yeah, that's me. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Jada? Who is Jada Haynes? Um, I feel the same way as Brooklyn. I I have pondered this question all day, Eddie. I don't. I know, and I don't know. I think that once we talk about later, I am a blogger and YouTuber now, and and that is my platform to figure out who Jada is, where she's going. I think that right now I'm interested in being an adventurer. Like I was telling you earlier, I'm here in Durham now, but I'm ready. I know that I'm ready to open up and explore and be, um, you know, a fulfilled person in whatever that is in life. I am a dreamer. I'm always hopeful. I'm an activist. I'm always down for whatever we need for the black community and to help us get there. And, you know, I currently work in the nonprofit world. So I'm just, you know, someone that's a giver and a helper and just want to find my place in this world, find my place in this movement to, you know, be of service because, you know, that the rent we pay on earth is service so i just want to be a servant for the community serving for god and every everything else and that, that's what's up though like I, and that's what really admires me about the both of y'all so much it's like y'all are go-getters and y'all are really about service and being in the communities and you know and just you know fi finding out about yourselves and just really being mainly being a servant to a to the community and going out there doing community service or you know what i mean just you know teaching one to teach all you know what i'm saying and i would be doing again a disservice if i did not say that you two cross two different sororities if i'm not mistaken respectfully shout out to gamma lambda yeah. Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated, Johnson C. Smith University. And of course, and, and I, I was from the other sororities would be upset with me if I say this, besides the one that I truly have love for the most, and which I'm about to say who. The Gamma Delta <laughs> chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, Johnson C. Smith University. So yeah. Shout out to you me. know what I mean? And the only reason, main reason why I say that is because you're truly once served as Mr. Gamma Delta. Yeah. So, look, too much about me right now. Not gonna go there. <laughs> not gonna go there. But I will, I will go there for my next question, though. Um. So, like I said before on the top of the show, we all are JCSU students. We are all alums. We are all graduating class of 2017. And I really love our class for for what they're doing right now. Everybody, shout shout out to the class of 2017 again. Everybody's doing their thing in the world and whatnot and getting noticed and whatnot. Shout outs to y'all. 
But I want to know something, Jada, and I'm gonna start with you first. Okay. What has your full year experience at Johnson C. Smith University mean to you? Um, Johnson C. Smith means the world to me, honestly. Um, in general, I would not be talking to you right now if it wasn't for Johnson C. Smith. I wouldn't know Brooklyn, and we wouldn't be here talking about being friends. So that's that's exceptional in itself. Johnson C. Smith brought me my best friends. Johnson C. Smith brought me. Um, the knowledge that I have right now to be in the career that I have right now and anything else that I want to move forward, John C. Smith definitely instilled a lot of confidence in me and taught me about myself and things I didn't know that I was capable of doing, the leadership that I, I have that has fueled me through everything I've done since I graduated. So I will continuously cherish John C. Smith and the relationships that were formed there because honestly, they were long lasting. Every everything I think about, most of the things I do, I have a memory from Johnson C. Smith. So it's the, my life forever. Smith days. That's a fact, Brooklyn. What about you? Um, I mean, I can do nothing but just echo what Jada said. I feel like you know Smith definitely was you know the starting place of just learning about my own identity and um, just you know coming from. Um, an environment or a high school that was, you know, predominantly white and not really knowing, like, you know, my true identity as a Black woman um, and, you know, being in this space with, you know, mostly Black people and, you know, that for that to be my first time experiencing that, like, it was amazing. It was, at first, a culture shock. I won't even lie to you. Like, I was a bit taken aback with, you know, all of the different, you know, groups and you know clicks or whatever but um no just like Jada said like I found like my lifelong friends there at Smith shout out to the chickens um yeah, shout out to the chickens. <laughs> but um yeah just you know the experiences that I had there are you know lifelong memories like Jada said just thinking back on just some of you know the crazy things that we've done or just experiences that I had that you know had I not gone to Johnson C. Smith literally like with Smith being the only like you know, consideration that some organizations had to partner with some of the organizations that I was in. Um, it was just, you know, a blessing to be a part of all of that. So, yeah, like it, it was a very um, influential part of my life that, you know, I always look back to for guidance on some things. And, you know, if I just want to, you know, reminisce on some great times, like definitely Smith would be a part of those memories. That's a fact. I feel like both of y'all are going to be echoing each other this whole podcast. I feel like this is I mean, I know we here to be different, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're Lord. we're pretty much the same person. So. We like legit are the I, same I, person. It makes sense. <laughs> but um, now nah, first and foremost, shout out to the chickens, and I know who you are referring to. The friends, you know, what I'm saying that you have made connections with and all that, and I've known them all too well. And actually, it's funny that you said that because one of the members of the chickens. I actually had a podcast with so yes. Rontavious, shout out to Rontavious. If y'all haven't is from, from that, that damn bit, yes. You know, go go tune in to that podcast. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go ahead and subscribe to that. We talked about healthy lifestyles and all that. So I want y'all out there to subscribe to that. Great episode, by the way, too. Um, but in all seriousness, you know, Johnson C. Smith molded a lot of us to who we are today. And I mean, I wouldn't never would have met Brooklyn or you, Jada, if it wasn't for Smith. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because another thing that we have in common was, you know, senior class council. Me being Mr. Senior, Brooklyn being Miss Senior. 
and Jada, you being senior class president, like, and I highly talk about you two so much because y'all really molded me to be on my P's and Q's. And, and, and I'm not saying that because y'all are on my podcast. I've been saying that because y'all really put that forefront in me and really motivated me to do so much around campus. I love it. Oh and I God, mean, you make me cry. I, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. But I mean, I, I, we're going to be honest here. Yes, I'm being 100% honest. Like, this is why I'm I, I admire y'all for what y'all do. And really, shout out to the whole senior class council. Like, yes, this, yes. We I mean, we all, it started with three of us, it did start with three. But the Tosh of the world and the Bree Tilleries of the world and Robert, you know what I'm saying? Nicole. Shout out to them and Nicole. Yes. So shout out to them because we weren't the ones that had to do this alone. You know what I'm saying? Like we needed that help and, you know, our senior year, you know what I mean? It is what it was, you know, you with them there the too. Everything. Right, right. We did everything we had to do. Right. All right, so speaking of, you know, talking about Johnson C. Smith University, obviously the question pertains this. How did you guys meet though? Like talk about that though. Like the first time that you two met on Smith campus. So we had a slight dispute about this earlier today. Definitely and I did. <laughs> we have come up with a consensus that we met in choir that is where we met okay yeah so we met in choir yes. right but we weren't like friends in choir not like it was no beef or nothing but like we just didn't talk to each other but then we don't know how but one day we were sitting outside of Myers because we we're both Myers girls and we were talking and we we had we would be cool and one day um we were like it was a 10 10 in the union and for some <laughs> reason we were going together and I'm sitting here chit-chatting with Brooklyn. We're having a great time walking to the union. But I kid you not, Eddie, when we got in that union, Brooklyn shut down because at the time, I didn't know that she was a Gemini. And so there's that. And so she didn't talk to me anymore. So I'm thinking she don't like me. I was like, oh, maybe I said something wrong. Like, I don't know. So after that, of course, we, we had choir together. But then we had other classes. So we had Spanish and then kept going from there. And that's kind of how the friendship formed over the years but the consensus is we met in choir but sometimes I feel like we met in Myers but you know we we argued about it so we we're at we're at um, choir right and let me okay so just so people <laughs> think I'm crazy she is crazy yes I shut down but the way that I am wired my social meter is just it it, it varies so like I'll, I'll have a lot of energy one second and then I won't the next and so we also walked into a very big room <laughs> with lots of people so I was you know trying to see what was what and she but she also said that I wasn't talking on the way back maybe I saw someone that I you know I I don't know but that kind of is someone that maybe you know took me aback a little bit but who knows but yes the consensus is quite <laughs> we did, and that's where we 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 got to know one another but our friendship started to grow past that a little bit beyond that time yes yeah I mean that's what's up though and I think I told that I think I told Ron Tavius the same thing 
the the same quite um same same statement that I'm gonna really say to y'all though. Like honestly, there has to come a time where we have to do a pertain a whole episode with the chickens though, and, and just yes. make it the chicken episode of the I'm podcast. You know, we gotta do it. I mean, you know, Rontavious is like it's probably gonna take a whole hour or whatever the case may be. But you know what? Like, more than an hour. Between people being late <laughs> and when I say people, it's not with me and Jada, but yeah, because we're like it, it, it would be a lot, but it will it would be worth it. You will laugh, right? We will laugh. We will have a game. <laughs> but I mean, that's what's up though, because I mean, it's basically you know showing what friends are for and true and genuine friends. You know what I'm saying? But Eddie, if we but do that like, one, if we do that one, it, that needs to be a video recording. Like it needs to be. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This would yeah, Facebook. I mean, no, not Facebook. Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. That would be a YouTube episode. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, um, but the back little backstory though, um, I think if I'm not mistaken, it's a little odd. I, I think I kind of was going back and forth or whatever about this, but um, I think I met Brooklyn before I met you, Jada. And if I'm not mistaken, it was junior year. Uh, we, me and Brooklyn met, if I'm not mistaken, doing pageant practice for Mr. Gam, um, Mr. Ivy League. If I'm not mistaken, we met before. Like, I, I didn't really know you much, we met or whatever the case may be. I feel like I met you at like a basketball game or something. Like I remember seeing you. Maybe I didn't meet you there, but I remember seeing you and speaking to you at a basketball game. So maybe like we officially met at the thing. Maybe you're right about that. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm trying to figure out when did I first met Jada. Um, Honestly, Eddie, dude. I have no idea. I have no idea neither. <laughs> but I feel like it's Smith honestly, Smith is so small. No. Smith is so small. Like you can't even remember when you met somebody. Like you see them around like so often. Like you'll see them and then you'll just one day start talking to them. And so like there's really yeah, no time pretty much. you met somebody. I right. want to say I met you through Q. I really want to say that with all confidence. You know what? You're absolutely right. You you, you are absolutely right. You because I used to hang around. Not, not that I, not, I'm not saying used to, but Q was still my god. I still love him to death, gotcha. like a little brother to me. But um, you know, but yeah, I felt like we did meet. If I'm not mistaken, it was one of them fight clubs. Yeah, was, NAACP fight club. I, I, yes, I, that's what we're gonna put it on. I, I feel like that's what what it was. Yeah, and I, I feel like we definitely gonna put it on that. Pretty much. So basically, kind of did met both of y'all junior year. So you know, and then. Lo and behold, running for classes and all that other stuff, you know, call you my prez. Brooklyn, I call you my queen. So, you know, it just works out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. So, all right. Um, we, we talking about memories and all this other stuff, right? And long lasting re relationships at Johnson C. Smith University and things like that. So, describe to me what would be one of your best moments you two had with each other? It could be Smith or y'all going on a road trip or anything. What would that moment be? Who's going first? Who? I mean, who, who, oh, I'll go. I just feel like I had so many like great memories. And so like what I think about with that question is just like, like yeah like that is my friend like I can't doubt like she's my friend and so it was one time I think it was my junior year um I was going through it like I was just having a tough time uh, with the situation 
Um, and I just needed to like kind of get away from the housing that I was staying in. And so um, I reached out to Jada and was like, hey, like, do you mind if I just like stay with you for a little bit? Like, I just needed to get away from like where I was. Um, and she, without any hesitation, she was like, yeah, like no problem. And so like, I like basically lived with her <laughs> at Smith for like two weeks, maybe two weeks, maybe three, I don't know. But like for a little bit of time I was staying with her and like that whole time, like it didn't feel like I was, you know, like at first, you know, like you, how like you come to a place and you're just like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, take up your space, but like, it didn't even feel like that. It just felt like, you know. I was staying with my friend and we were just hanging out and you know I mean but honestly like I already lived there because I was there like almost every day <laughs> so the only was I was your stuff night. was just there exactly my stuff was there and I was like staying the night but I mean that's like those are just like moments that I, I like I really appreciate and um yeah like I just that was a moment where I was just like like she's a real friend to let me do something like that and to to allow me to like kind of come into her space and like not even think twice about it so yeah. That's what's up. That's that's what's up. Though. Y'all about to make me cry. I was gonna say, I'm going to cry before the end of this. Um, and I feel the same way about Jada, <laughs> Jada what about you? One, though, what was what is the best moment you can share that you two guys have had? Um, I not the same situation but similar is just as far as like of course we've done so many fun things, concerts, parties, all that stuff, but like I feel like one of my best memories is like the simplest thing like we used to um when we didn't want to party and all that stuff literally like every weekend we would go sit in my room get snacks and we would pick the worst movie that we can find <laughs> on like bt or netflix like it couldn't be a good movie like we were intentionally set out to find like terrible like love stories and all that kind of stuff and we used to just sit there and those were just the most peaceful moments of like getting to know your friend and learning each other and like I always cherish those weekends because it was so simple like didn't cost a lot we have to do nothing we have to get dressed up and all that stuff we literally just used to sit in a room chill and watch horrible movies and that's one of my best memories that I will always cherish with Jada do you know what that made me think of just now remember when we used to what? discuss underground when it used to oh my god party, I used to that could have been a podcast <laughs> Like, yes. yes, that was another memory. Just us talk, us talking about shows, pretty much. Right, because we would, we should have been had a podcast for that. Because when we discussed these shows, we would go in. Okay. <laughs> I feel like y'all two definitely should need a podcast. Though, honestly speaking, though, because I know y'all coming have a lot soon. To coming offer. soon. Not wait. <laughs> Please stop. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think y'all should though. Honestly, y'all, y'all, y'all will have some good content though, and you know. I'm not just saying that because I have a podcast or y'all on it, but y'all really, I feel like y'all have a lot to talk about and whatnot. And on y'all social medias, y'all be having y'all little episodes and things of that nature. <laughs> Funny episodes, but you know, it's just You must really... be talking about when we're always like <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely. And speaking of that, Jada, I'm gonna have you start with this, answering this question. So I know, Y'all have some best moments and stuff like that, but at the same token, y'all also clown on each other too and, you know, laugh at each other or laugh at yourself for doing embarrassing things. So, can you name me a time where, what was your embarrassing moment that you two had together? <laughs> okay, so y'all, Brooklyn is 
she is very helpful she just wants to help people so much and she don't really always know the context of what is going on so we were at a party like a legit party like a kickback and we were sitting on the sofa and so I was sitting on one side of the sofa Brooklyn was in the middle and this guy was on the other side I know who this guy is because he was my friend's brother and um and so like it was but I don't know him like I had that was my first time meeting him but I know who he is and his circumstances and I'm gonna get to the circumstances so we are know we're a little lit and all this stuff and he's talking to Brooklyn he's like yeah I really gotta go to the bathroom and Brooklyn for I don't know why because this is still the grown man that she doesn't know she's like oh you can you can do it you can go to the bathroom and he's like no like I really can't like I need help and she was like I'll help you you can do it you can do it and I'm sitting here shaking and because I'm like how do I tell her that this man is paralyzed like I can't I can't say anything because I don't want to embarrass him and she's just like I'm gonna help you you can do it and I'm sitting here freaking out because I'm like I do not want her to try to lift him up because she's confused she doesn't know and so then his brother comes and he gets the wheelchair out and she's like look if black people could turn pink she would have turned pink because she's like oh and I'm like yeah <laughs> so that is my most embarrassing story because I was so embarrassed for her because I was like stop talking like why do you always want to help like stop talking so that is the story because I will never forget that y'all when they brought out that wheelchair I could have just sunk to the bottom of that couch I was just like oh my gosh like I felt so so bad like I, I didn't even know what to say like I feel like I was silent for the rest of the party because I just I felt so bad I took you a minute I wanted to help so bad and just it, it was just too much too much yes that is it <laughs> all right <laughs> I almost spit out my water for a second <laughs> laughing about the situation but lord like what you gotta feel like what is enough is enough right. isn't you, that so you know? random like who does that I just want to be of help to anyone I can we appreciate it. We do. <laughs> as you should. And we, as you should. Okay, Brooklyn, what about you? What is the one embarrassing moment you can share that happened okay, to Jada? Okay, so I, this is like my go-to one. Like anytime I see something on Facebook about like, oh, something your friend did, this is always the one. So we, of course, would always go to the calf together. Um, And I want to say this was our sophomore year maybe mm-hmm. i already know what you're about to say yes and so <laughs> when you go to put your food away so if you if you don't go to smith like the way that our calf is set up like you um have to like walk behind this wall to like put your plate away um and then like there's another opening where you can go around to like go out the other like the exit or whatever so oh, yeah. also if you go to smith you know that it can be kind of slippery right there so you got to kind of like watch your step so we're going to like we're going through the entrance to like put our trays away and i walk out first all of a sudden i hear like a smack on the ground and i'm like what was that it's like like so like an object hit the ground i turn around it's jada on the ground hands and knees like looking up and she's not moving <laughs> i'm like jada get up like are you okay <laughs> on the ground and I'm just like okay like do you need help or something so like I walk over and just like okay like are you good and she's like yeah I'm fine and so like that was it but like it was just like that's it was like a small situation but like she stayed on the just did not get up and I was just like are you hurt like are you fine 
But yeah, like that. I was in shock. Okay, like yeah. I just fell in the cab. Yeah, I want like, to say it was in like a peak time for like the cab. Like it was yes, like around everybody lunchtime. was in there. Right, like around lunchtime where everybody's in there. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. But yes, that is my embarrassing moment for Jada. <laughs> I mean, I will hope it wasn't Fried Chicken Wednesday we talking about here. Like, I really can't even now. remember what day it was. I just remember, like, it was a lot of people. I heard a smack. Yeah, I mean, it was her. I hit the ground and I sat there because I was so embarrassed. I was just like, I don't even want to get up. Like, just become invisible. If I could become invisible in that moment, I would have been, like. But that was just the first time Brooklyn saw me fall. I have fallen so much on that campus at this point. It's not even embarrassing anymore. At this point, like, a school, <laughs> a trip, like we'll be fine we'll be okay right and then oh i got another one but this is like embarrassing for both of us so per hour always being late to stuff we had a choir event and we were late and so our professor decides to you know go in on us for being late and she called us prostitutes and strippers in front of everybody she said that our outfits look like wow. we are wow. prostitutes and strippers, and I would never forget that because I thought I looked great. Okay. Okay, my little dress. My mom had got me. Exactly. My mama bought my dress too, so <laughs> I don't understand. But it's all right. It's okay because I still wear that. Because I can still fit it. Can't say the same, but. <laughs> Wow, um, and I, I'm assuming, well, we're not going to put her name. We're going to disclose the name of, of Everybody know the who choir knows director. who she is. <laughs> we know. We're going to keep that name nameless and whatnot and stuff like that. But these are funny moments. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, these, these, y'all, y'all really just giving me a laugh already, though. Like, yeah, I, I'm trying to sit here calm and not bust out laughing and drinking my water and mind <laughs> my business, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, it is what it is. So, all right, um, let's really get into the heart of this, though, really, like, so, y'all, I see y'all do have this chemistry together, y'all been around the block a lot, you know, and to, you know, really, truly know what it takes to really be best friends and really know each other to a T. So, um, this is a two-part question, and, you know, one of, one of y'all can start off and whatnot and saying it. But um, what makes a best friend, and how does that chemistry work? Who's going first? I will go, I guess. Um, right. So, I think that first of all, you need to just be yourself and know yourself to be a good friend. Because if you don't know yourself, that means you're like, you know, slipping in and out of you know personalities and things that you know you like but don't really like. Um, and I feel like if you just understand yourself a hundred percent, then you'll understand like, what are things that you like and you look for those qualities, um, in other people like that you want to, you know, spend your time with. So, I mean, and then also something else, um, just like activities that you like. So like with my good friends now, like all of my friends that are my good friends now, the chickens is what we call each other we met through choir like and we all love music we all love to sing so like that's how I found my friends with you know a common a common like or a common interest that we have so um yeah I'd say that that's like the first thing is just like understanding yourself and what you like and then just seeking people out and kind of just surrounding yourself with people who um have those same values as well um 
And I I agree with Brooklyn, especially because I think that, like we said, we met, we know we met in choir, but we both went our separate ways and we had different friend groups um, in freshman, freshman year. And I think like what you just go off of vibes, like what's meant to be will be and what's not fades away. So um, I think being yourself is the most genuine part of that um, because Brooklyn and I, I don't know. I feel like I was kind of opposite from my old um, friendship. And so I would see Brooklyn. I'm like, and when we talked, it was a vibe, but we didn't force that friendship right away. We just, you know, went with the flow. And also, like, I think it's important to let your friends be human. Because I think that a lot of people will put expectations on what they think their friend should be or how their friend should act or how their friend should treat them. And it's kind of weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like sometimes it feels like people will be wanting their friends to step in and be their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their mom, their dad too. Like, nah, she's just my friend. Like, I don't expect Brooklyn to be anybody but Brooklyn. So if there's days where she don't want to talk to me, that's okay. And if there's days that we don't talk for weeks, that's okay. There's no like time stamp on how friendships will be or this is what you have to do in a friendship. And especially with me coming from, I had a large friend group in high school and they're still my friends now. So I didn't, I don't expect Brooklyn and she's, she's my closest friend now, even though I do have a large friend group from high school that I'm very still connected to. But I don't expect Brooklyn to be them. I didn't go seeking anybody um, at Smith to be replacements for my friends. And I think people like try to do that, like try to seek out, like they got like an application or something. And I don't really think that's (laughs) a good way to be. Like you just let people be them and it'll come out from there. And if you do find that that didn't work for you, it's okay to bounce sometimes. But when you do find that genuine best friend, no matter what y'all going through, they'll still be around. And I feel like I, I'm I'm just gonna want to piggyback off the both of y'all actually like being there and you know what I mean it, it takes a lot you know what I'm saying to be a friend and to be that stand up person and to be an extrovert than an introvert you know what I'm saying if that makes sense but also you you gotta hold yourself to a high standard and if you are being that friend to a genuine person the two of you don't know each other from a hole in the wall whatever the case may be and finding everything that y'all like the same way and whatnot and finding things in common also at the same token you gotta have accountability also you have to learn to really put your friends in in their place sometimes if you know that person is wrong for what he did you if you know your friend is wrong for treating that person in the wrong way and all that other stuff it's your job to hold that person accountable, to hold your friend accountable. Cause to really be honest with you, you're not a true friend if, if you're not putting your best friend, you know, on that pedestal, if it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I feel like that I, I kinda, makes sense, what you're saying. Like, um, but I also think that that definitely comes like with time and you know building a relationship with a friend because like if you know you just met someone and y'all are just now like hanging out kicking it whatever and like they bring something to you that you're just like whoa like what like you did that and like you kind of like you know like rah-rah at them about it like of course they're going to be taken back by it and just be like whoa like I just met you but like taking time like friendships are not built overnight like I I mean I don't believe that you can like meet somebody like one day and then the next day y'all are just best friends like I just I personally don't believe that I feel like you need to build relationship with people 
um and like Jada and I we we come from like different like sort of like backgrounds as far as like friends like she came from like a really huge friend group but like me like I really don't have many friends back home like I I had like a situation where like I was just kind of like on my own and so like coming into Smith I was looking for like you know like my group of people um and so like when you when you do and like you do meet like a certain group like not thinking or like holding them to like this certain standard like okay this is it this is what it has to be and like holding on to people so tight that you don't even see past like okay like maybe you know these are just friends for a season and not for you know just this for the time being or for you know a lifetime so you know just being using discernment and understanding like you know some people are there for a season and some people are there for a lifetime and just being able to decipher the two and i i definitely agree where you're coming from brooklyn i definitely do um and it's just a lot of people don't know it sometimes you know a lot of people just want to be there just you know to be nosy to get into really try to know your life when they really don't take the time to really get the chance to know what you have gone through and whatnot and and all of that so i mean that's that's really really and, and it's really a good gem the both of y'all that y'all just drew up though so um this is my last two questions before we take a break or whatever um jada I'm gonna let you answer this one next in brooklyn you can piggyback off of her when when this question gets asked uh, how do you navigate a situation with your friend if you ever get into a disagreement? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now, we can disagree now because we will and we have. Um, and I think that the way that we handle it, and it might not be what is best for everyone, is we give each other space. Because at the end of the day, like we just talked about, if you know your friend is genuine and you've used discernment to know like this person is for me, any argument that takes place, it shouldn't break y'all because you know that the words that were said or the disagreement that's happening is coming out from a good place. It's not coming from a malicious place. It's someone that cares about you. And half the time I know with me and Brooklyn, when we argue, it's strictly about somebody making a decision that they know that's not the best for them. But at the end of the day, we are adults. So you know that she's going to do whatever she want to do. I'm going to do whatever I want to do at the end of the day. But at least I put you on the heads up of how I feel about it. And and it's your job as a friend to, to be like, after that argument is over, get them space, let them do what they need to do. But if it falls, you be there. If it ends up being a win for them, you also still be there. And that's kind of what how we navigate our friendships. Um, we don't say as we continue to... Um, get older we don't argue as much as we used to but we definitely did for for some times and I think that was the best way because I remember one time we argued at like a kickback that we were having and we just came back <laughs> in like we literally outside <laughs> we literally outside on the balcony we could have pushed each other over the darn it's like balcony. one one and, other person uh, knows what happened on that balcony that night <laughs> right there's only one person else that was out there and at the, that saved both of us from going over the balcony and so um, I think that, and when we came back in, of course, everybody's looking like, what, are y'all okay? But, and then we had to play a game. And I did not want to play that game with Brooklyn, but it's fine because like, I'm not going to ruin this event. And I know like the words that were said outside, yeah, I'm mad at her, but like, this is still my friend. And I do understand that she's only saying these things because she cares about me. And, you know, we, we know stuff sat on separate sides of the room for a little bit, but then everything was fine. <laughs> 
but yeah I mean like just how we just said you know like only one other person who was out there with us knows what happened like and nothing has like slipped out since they're like we are able to kind of like keep whatever like quarrels we have amongst ourselves to ourselves and like we're not out like calling everybody else like oh my gosh let me tell you what happened like she said this that and the third like we're able to handle it amongst ourselves and like once we're doing it like we're genuinely sitting trying to solve the situation nobody's trying to prove their point and make sure you know that like it's genuinely like how can we fix this how can we make sure that both of us at the end of the day when we come out of this you know um situation where you know we're not seeing eye to eye that we can either agree to disagree or we can both come out like okay like this is how our plan to like move on past this but yeah like we have had like she she had to bring to my attention today or to my memory another time where we had bust and I was like dang like I ain't remember us really busting like that but we did and like I mean all of the situations where we did, it was out of the other person genuinely being concerned and just like, yo, like what you're doing is very toxic. And if, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm here doing my job as a friend to point out the toxicity in the situation. It's up to you. Like Jada said, it's up to you whether you want to continue on with this because they've had like, she's had to correct me before. And like, it was a serious like sit down. Like, yo, if you continue on, like you can get seriously hurt. And so um, just just being an open ear on one end, but also speaking from the heart from the other person. I think that um, that's definitely a, um, a key thing that you need when you situation with your friends um, in order to come out of that on the other side as still being friends. That's and I know those are definitely some tips that you know that people right now and it's like right now you know people could be arguing people friends could have their disagreements their dislikes their arguments whatever the case may be you know what i'm saying that are listening right now and i mean just take heed to those you know what i'm saying and just take advice to what they're saying because you know just like jada just said like a lot of people work their ways different than you two you know and with the utmost respect to that you know what i'm saying and and you know there's something and this is why people tend to you know let their relationships die you know what i'm saying because they don't take the time to owning up to their you know their wrongdoing and you know you have one person thinking that oh that this person you're right mr or mrs right all the time and don't see the glass half full you know but um with respect to that those are great great tips and great great knowledge so um my last thing i want to ask the both of y'all any advice you want to give out to the people that are listening about friends or how to you know navigate through, you know what I'm saying, the good times or whatever the case may be and all that other stuff. What would you say to these people about um, finding the best friend and maintaining those relationships? Um, I would say let people be people. And I kind of hit on that 
in the argument thing um but there are gonna be times where your best friend can't talk to you and that's okay like I know you want them to be like yeah this is my person but sometimes they're they're people too they have other things going on like I know with me and Brooklyn both of us are extremely private people and we find a way to share be shares to each other sometimes but there are times like if Brooklyn doesn't answer the phone if I don't answer the phone or if I don't text if we don't text daily anyway but I know some people's friendships are like that it don't always mean drama it doesn't always mean that your friendship is falling apart or y'all are not as close as y'all used to um, friendships evolve every single day. We we are not the same Brooklyn Jada that we were freshman year or sophomore year or whatever year. We're adults now. We have different things coming into our lives and we will continue to have them. And so conversations will change, situations will change, and you should just let that happen. Let, let it happen naturally. Don't try to force things to stay the same because that's honestly not real friendship. And like Brooklyn said earlier, I think if you're seeking a friend, just use discernment because there are people out here who are fake and who are just trying to be in your life to be messy or any other thing. But that's if you know yourself and you know how your heart is, you will not have a hard time weeding out the fakes. So that's what I feel. Um, yeah, I, Brooklyn. I mean, she said everything that I would have said, just you know, letting people be people like. There's been times where, you know, we won't talk for a long time. But again, it's not it's not because we're mad at each other. It's just because we got stuff going on. Like we are adults. <laughs> we are not children who are just, you know, out doing whatever. Like we have real situations going on in our lives. And so sometimes you don't have time to talk. But with that also, just, you know, just doing what doing to someone else what you would like done to you so like there has been times where like you know maybe our communication did get off or, or I'm sensing something that's just like huh, like I haven't talked to her in a while like I wonder what's up and then like you know message it and then like sensing something's wrong and being for, there for that person like if you sense something is wrong be there like don't just you know think that a simple like oh let me just say this quick prayer like no like be there for them like if 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 they've like expressed like yo i'm going through a really tough time i'm you know having this situation a family member is sick or i'm really struggling with this be present for them and like be there to listen and don't be there because sometimes people just they don't want advice they just want you to sit and listen and so just being a listening ear and being there just to support them through that can mean the, a world of difference I know for me like if I'm going through something like I just want somebody to be there to listen and Jada has sat and listened to me and just the crazy things <laughs> that I've like had uh, to like think about or like ideas that I've had and she was a listening ear and like didn't just send like okay no like, maybe you should do this instead or and eh, like let's try that like no she sat and listened to me and like heard me out on what I wanted to say and you know that that is where you start to build relationship when you understand like how people are how they think and genuinely getting to know them um so yeah <laughs> all right i mean that's i mean y'all said it better than i would have said it honestly i mean i guess there's no more there's no other way to put it y'all just really put the nail in the coffin how 
that should be. And disclaimer so, before you end, I'm so that, sorry. But ladies, like, I, we're, we're saying all this stuff. Go ahead, go ahead, we're go ahead. saying all this stuff, but like, don't even take our word as law. Like, that's what worked for us. It may not work for you. Like, try <laughs> something. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't hold me accountable if something going on with you and it don't work out. Like, I mean, this is just please, like, don't hold me and say, Brooklyn, tell me to do this. No, that's just work for me. That's what worked for Jada. But like, at the end of the day, like I said, know you first. I'm Brooklyn. So what Brooklyn does may not work for you. It may not, you know, fit in your situation. So like, again, take that time, take a, you know, a mental health day to, you know, find you. And if, you know, if you are seeking friendship, go after that friendship. But sometimes people, some people need to just sit and be still and just stay to yourself before you friend. Yep. That's <laughs> And this That's also right. doesn't just apply to like if it's a heated situation. This also applies to like if you and your friend used to go to brunch at twelve o'clock every day for this time and this time. If your friend decides they don't want to do that no more, it don't have to be drama. It's like I said, we are evolving every day. Like you cannot expect people to be up under you for the rest of your life. Like you can't do that. So but that comes with knowing your friend, knowing their needs, like Brooklyn said. So this is not just for how to handle heated situation. This is just how to handle people in general. Like life changes. So people change, friendship changes. And it can really change for the better if you let it and don't force your friendship to be a certain way or don't force your friend to be a certain way. Well, ladies, I appreciate those gems that y'all just dropped knowledge that was you know had to be taught you know what i'm saying i i, I really do appreciate y'all man for real for real for you know out besides coming on this podcast or whatever in case may be but i appreciate your genuine authenticity authentic to see of youtube for real for real like it, it just it, it really molds you know what i'm saying dope foundations you know, uh, people just coming out here and not just talking just to talk, but more so talking about y'all experiences. And, you know, y'all can definitely be some, you know, counselors and all that wow. other stuff someday about friendships. Don't gas wow. me, Eddie. Okay. Don't gas me. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gassing. I'm not. There's no gas involved. There's no gas involved. But I'm not. But um, I'm, I'm glad y'all are on this podcast. I will you guys would like to stick around and you know we have some lit topics to get into but before that i know you both hit the nail on the coffin saying y'all are adults and y'all are you know working on y'all daily lives so when we come back uh brooklyn jada i really want to get into a little bit in depth about what y'all are doing now you know um you're an educator and Jada, you are working with nonprofit and stuff like that. And you're also a blogger, YouTuber as well. So I really want to get in details with that as well. And we have some lit topics, if I've not mentioned that before. So um, Trey Songz got arrested while in Kansas City at the AFC Championship game and whatnot. We're going to get into further details about that. Uh, the Junebug Challenge, as well as the Then and Now Challenge. Um, kind of a lot of viral things going on already in 2021 that we haven't had one big one already. Um, what else? Oh, and speaking of which, this was um, happened earlier this week, the one year anniversary of Kobe's death. Gonna talk about that. And I know these two ladies have been intensively 
waiting on this particular topic, insecure, you know, unfortunately coming to an end, but we're going to talk about, you know, their favorite episodes and what they expect from the final season. And, um, a little, a little game, what I like to call, that's my best friend's challenge. So I'm really about to put these two to a test of their friendship to see how much they really know about each other. <laughs> and I will hope they would know a lot about each other and things like that. And yeah, so y'all might want to stick around and whatnot. So y'all keep it locked right here. This is the Runner Reform Podcast.